1: Thank you, Bill. It is Friday, July 28th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. More Trump indictments coming. GDP up, California tax revenues down, and old versus new D.C. leadership. It's coming up, Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, Trump indictment latest. A new one coming about the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Special counsel Jack Smith has added a new charge. The new indictment alleges that Donald Trump had a 24-minute phone call with an employee, Carlos de oliviera two days later carlos went to the security guard booth where surveillance video is displayed on monitors walked with a flashlight through the tunnel where the storage room was located and observed and pointed out surveillance cameras after that he went to a small room called the audio closet and talked to someone about deleting security camera footage because quote the boss wanted the server deleted de Oliveira is charged with lying to federal investigators as well the gdp grew last quarter 2.4 percent beating the expectations of 2 percent growth but we're still in this territory where good news is bad news where a growing economy good means more inflation bad which means more federal reserve interest rates hikes possibly coming the stock market finally had a day where it lost some value broke the winning streak of 13 days of gains People are moving out of California. We all know that. No state has experienced a larger loss of tax income, tax revenue, than California. The state has lost $340 million in tax revenue because of people and mostly rich people moving out. And it's only getting worse. After COVID, the rich, especially in Silicon Valley, realize they don't have to live in California. At least not for more than half the year. Florida saw an increase of 12.4 billion dollars in tax revenue in the same year. Diane Feinstein was at a Senate hearing and she was called to vote and say I. She instead started to give a whole speech and she had to awkwardly be told just say I. She's 90. This right after Mitch McConnell had a episode freezing at the podium just yesterday. He's 81. What are we doing with these octogenarians? But here's the next generation of leadership. Congresswoman Nancy Mace from South Carolina was at a prayer breakfast. She went to the podium and said, I woke up this morning at seven, was getting picked up at 745. Patrick, my fiance, tried to pull me by my waist over this morning in bed. And I was like, no, baby, we don't got time for that this morning. I got to get to the prayer breakfast. As Steve D said, this party can't even pander properly anymore. Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day, next.
0: Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Did you see Senator Mitch McConnell freeze in front of the TV cameras the other day? I mean, literally freeze. Something's very wrong. And not with just the Senate minority leader. Senator Dianne Feinstein of California can't even walk down the hall. And a bunch of other powerful elected elderly folks are also in their cups. But by far the most concerning senior citizen in the country is President Biden. The strategy now is pretty much limit him to two canned speeches a week and multiple naps. We report his event schedule every day, and there's usually little on it. Wednesday, for example, he did a podcast with a guy named Jay Shetty, and that's it. Cognitive decline is a fact of life, but when it befalls powerful people, folks can get hurt. I don't believe Joe Biden understands what's happening on the border, in the economy, or even with his son, Hunter. That is plenty scary. Mr. Biden is cloistered by his ambitious wife and White House personnel. No one can evaluate what's happening in the executive branch. No one. He will only do cupcake interviews, hello, NBC News, and avoids any clarifying because he simply can't clarify. This is a disaster. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Let's go to the mail, Myrna Davis Fishers, Indiana. So Hunter Biden owes a million in taxes. Well, the next time Joe Biden tells everyone to pay your fair share, should be laughed to the ends of the earth. Of course, that's pay your fair share stuff, Scott, for Joe Biden now. And remember that Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes on one point five million. And they're calling him the sugar brother, the lawyer from California, Mars. He picked up all of that. And I think he's picking up Hunter's law bills now, too. The grift continues. Rich Keir, Seaford, New York, out here on Long Island. Every day, you tell your audience, O'Reilly, to email if you wish to opine. This is my third attempt as the first to receive no acknowledgement. My question is, do you think any of Biden's protectors, especially in Congress, will ever tire of covering for him? Number one, we get thousands of letters, Rich. So, you know, the odds of getting uh, it read are very slim. We still want everybody to try, and I read them, but not an easy gig. Number two, no, it's not about protecting Biden. It's protecting the Democratic Party and the progressive movement. But they're never going to stop doing that, ever. Uh, Tom Keithley, Newport News, Virginia. Why doesn't the committee just subpoena Hunter Biden to testify and get his answers on a record? Tom, you know why. You have to know why. I don't buy Biden, take the fifth, right? Lynn Bach is Star Valley Ranch, Wyoming. I bet you that's a beautiful place. Uh, I, too, am a simple man. However, like you, I can discern fact from fiction. That's because you want to, Lynn. Many, many millions and millions and millions of Americans do not want to discern fact from fiction. They like to live in the fictional world. In a moment, something you might not know. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and
1: I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you wanna tell people the big news,
0: The average American gains between two and five pounds during the summer. Popular items on the summertime menu, hot dogs, hamburgers, pizza, all are going to put a little flesh on you. Favorite dessert, of course, ice cream. More than 1.4 billion gallons of ice cream is sold in the USA every year, generating $15 billion in revenue. The industry directly employs 26,000 workers in all 50 states. Now, the history of ice cream dates back to 2nd century BC, when Roman soldiers mixed snow and honey. Today, there are more than 600 varieties in the USA alone. Despite all the options, America's favorite flavors have remained the same since the first ice cream shop opened in 1774. Favorite flavors for Americans, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Around the world, though, ice cream is employed differently. Japan, folks mix milk with sticky rice and green tea. The result is a chewy treat the size of a golf ball. For Italians, it's all about gelato. The recipe uses whole milk instead of heavy cream. The result, gelato, is actually healthier than ice cream. In Israel, ice cream is mixed with sesame seeds, walnuts, and honey. With cows in short supply over there, folks in the Middle East use goat milk. The Bavarians in Germany enjoy a treat called Sussnudel, German for sweet pasta. Vanilla ice cream is pressed through a pasta maker, then covered in strawberry jelly. When finished... The dish resembles spaghetti and tomato sauce. Oh, I don't know about that. Finally, a growing trend in the top restaurants is the use of ice cream with classic French ingredients. If you plan on visiting Paris this summer, popular ice cream flavors include lobster tail, duck liver, caviar, snails, and, of course, blue cheese. Not for... Me. I'll have a Swiss almond, please. Now this.
1: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.
0: Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.